Gimbal and Ghoul is a supernatural audio drama that may contain content not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 1. Sweet Dreams. It's Emma. I just wanted to call to see how you were doing. Uh, I heard you were going back to work today. Look, I know it's been a rough time and you want to get back to reality, but just (laughs) push yourself, okay? Give yourself time to grieve and heal. Can't imagine how it would feel to lose my sister and my- Okay, uh, Elizabeth Carter, was it? I'm Beatrice Gould and this is- Ted Gimble, man. Ghost hunter extraordinaire. Sorry for the delay. I had some personal matters to attend to. Could you run your story by me again? Well, first off, it's just Liz. And nice to meet you properly, not just over the phone. Um, I guess there's something in my flat. No, really? Why else would you be? Ted, shh. I... excuse me? Sorry. Carry on. Right. Well, I moved in about six months ago, and at first it was okay. Just a normal flat. Bit too cold past sunsets, damp in the bathrooms, but it was okay for what it was. Better than living with mum and dad any longer, but it's just... Um, it's just, I've noticed things were off. Okay, enough of the mysterious setup. Now details, please. We have a business to run here. What was off exactly? Well, it started when I decided to get a cat. I'd been suffering from a lack of sleep and even nightmares since I'd moved in. I saw an ad on a Facebook page where people sell stuff in my local area. You know, I managed to nab quite a lot of stuff off of there so far. I saw this ad from a woman whose cat had just had a surprise litter and she couldn't care for the kitten, so she was just giving them away. My flat's on the ground floor, so I thought having a kitten around wouldn't be too bad for company. You know, I could leave the window open and it could come and go as it pleased. As soon as it was old enough, that is. I was given a little tabby, a girl. I named her Ginger Snap. I called her Snaps for short. Or at least, I did. Snaps had a hard time settling in, but... Do we ever get anyone who doesn't want to tell us their entire life story? I meant details... You know, about the ghost? Yeah, uh, can we get back on track? I'd like to get you back feeling comfortable in your own home by this evening. Right. Well, I started noticing that Snaps would just avoid this corner of my bedroom altogether. If I tried to carry her towards it, she would just leap out of my arms onto the bed, and if I tried to hold onto her or or soothe her, she would just claw at my arms and yell at me until I let her go. I just kind of brushed it off, but... At nights, I started noticing that she would just sit, staring up at that corner, her eyes flicking back and forth like she was following something. This carried on for ages, until one day Snaps just up and left. She looked back at me as she hopped out of the window, as if to say, You're on your own now. She didn't come back. That's when I started to get scared. I was suddenly aware of that cold spot in the corner of my room and the feeling of being spied on and 
my quality of sleep got so bad. Whenever I did manage to sleep, I'd get awful sleep paralysis and uh, this crushing sensation on my chest that... Meh? Sorry, what? You might just be right. We'd be looking for a knot or a... Hmm. Do you mind if we move this visit to your house? Um, and just a warning, this might be an overnight visit. Well, I, uh... Come on, do you want this fixed or not? Drop by around seven. That will give me time to tidy the place up. Nice evening to kick some spectral ass. That sunset is breathtaking. You know, it's almost romantic. Right. Come on, how long are you going to be mad at me for? You can't be serious. You have to stop punishing me, B. Don't you think I've paid for it enough already? I promise I've learned my lesson. Okay, one, I reserve the right to be mad at you. Two, you haven't learned your lesson, you just can't do it again. And three, only business during business hours. You promised. And stop calling me B. 72A, right? Yeah, that's what she wrote. Hello? It's Beatrice, from the office. Oh my god, hi! Come on up! Nice place. It's all a bit of a work in progress, really. I, uh... I've been preoccupied, as you can imagine. Though, it's not like I don't have time. Sleep through one too many shifts, and you end up losing your job. Things haven't exactly been going the way I planned. Given the circumstances, I'm sure we can handle a few... takeout boxes and dirty mugs. Been sleeping on the sofa? I preferred it to being in the bedroom. Speaking of which, let's get a look, shall we? Well, if we are right, then unfortunately I'm going to have to ask you to sleep in your bed for tonight. Do you feel that, B? Sure do. Well, Miss Carter? Liz. Right. Liz. It seems you've got a case. Can you direct us to the specific area? Uh, yes, I... It's, it's just through there. I could have told you that from a mile off. Why not just ask me? I was just trying to be polite. And you call yourself a paranormal investigator. Oh, shush. Don't shush me. Oh, shh. Are you okay? No. Yes. Uh, yes. No. Should I put the kettle on? Yes. yes uh, please. Okay, so where is our knot? Could just be a mouse hole or a crack. Plus, this wall has likely been plastered over a dozen times. We're not going to find a knot in a brick wall. Yes, I know that. It was more of a cover term. What the heck is a cover term? Is that a real thing? Or did you just make that up to seem smart? <laughs> you did, didn't you? God, you're so pretentious. Found it. Already? Yep. There in the skirting board, because while you were busy yapping and taking the piss out of me, I was doing our job. This is why we don't work out, Ted. 
We worked fine. And we'd still be together if that fucking... I forgot to ask, how do you take your tea? I'm fine, obviously. Milk. Two sugars. Three. She takes three when she's upset. So, we have our knot. Now what? We wait for nightfall. Liz gets her sleep as usual, we wait in the shadows, and once the mare shows its face, you do your thing to distract it, and then I plug up the hole with cork. That will sever its connection to its home realm, and it will cease to exist in ours. Simple. I'll go tell Liz about the plan. Aye, Captain. Is this really necessary? A mare is generally a malicious spirit, so the salt will protect you from any direct attacks. I hope. Honestly, I just thought you'd come in and sage the house. Say a few Bible verses or something, the whole Our Father thing, you know? Oh, please, do we look like a religious organisation? Want me to put on a clerical collar or something? There are some supernatural beings that that sort of stuff works on, but it's a very minute category. Mares are simply evil spirits. They're mostly documented in Eastern European tales. It's rare but not entirely unheard of to see one here in the UK. Mares usually sit atop people's chests while they sleep, bringing restless sleep and nightmares. Getting rid of one is fairly simple if you have help, and lucky for you, you have just that. I'm just not sure I can fall asleep while being watched. I mean, it's not like it'll be any different than when it was just you and the mare. Just try, okay? I promise we will fix this. I'll try. Thank you. This is nice, being at work again, with you. I know you don't really want me here, and I understand why. But when we set this place up together, it was always about the people. At least for you it was. It was inspirational. I've missed seeing it. Could have fooled me. Oh, come on. If I'd known what would have happened that night, I'd have never... Look, I'm sorry about Lily. I really am. But you made it. You're still here. So... At least try living. Was that meant to sound as insulting as it did? No, I was... I was trying to comfort you, I... Shit. I'm sorry, B. I just wanted to help. I'm not good at this sort of stuff. I guess what I'm trying to Shh. say is... Look, you are gonna have to stop shushing me. Listen. under control. Just hold him off a while longer, I almost have it. Yes, got it! <sighs> Did you see that? I just fist fought a ghost. 
Oh my god, B, did you just see that? B, did you did you see that? It was right on top of her. What just happened? And you're sure it's gone for good? You have my word. And I sage the house as an extra bit of comfort for you. I've left you a sprig of dried lavender to keep above your bedroom doorway for a while. It should chase away any lingering nightmares. Can we go now? I'm very tired. If there are any further problems, feel free to drop into the office. We'll help where we can. Good night, miss. Good night, Liz. Thank you so much, again. And get home safe, okay? I'll get her home safe. What are you gonna do? Look at any possible attackers. That face would scare anyone away. Ooh, low blow. Hey Beatrice, it's Emma. I just wanted to call to see how you were doing. Uh, I heard you were going back to work today. Look, I know it's been a rough time and you want to get back to reality, but just <laughs> push yourself, okay? Give yourself time to grieve and heal. Can't imagine how it would feel to lose my sister and my fiancé on the same day. <sighs> I mean, Ted was a great guy, but I feel like you dodged a bullet not having to change your last name to get full... <laughs> poor taste. Um, if you feel like getting behind the wheel again anytime, just, you know, let me know. I'll make sure Dad sets you up with a good deal. But, if you don't want to, completely understand. Um, if you want any company, just let me know when I'm welcome. You can't isolate yourself for the rest of your life. No, you know what? I'm giving you a month before I march over there and forcefully insert myself back into your life. I love you. Best friends forever, right? Okay, well, um, call me back when you get this, and, uh, Wherever Lily and Ted are, I'm sure they're watching over you. Why are you looking at me like that? You have no idea. Gimbal and Ghoul is an audio drama series created by Lacey Love Kent. This episode was written and directed by Lacey Love Kent, edited and produced by Victoria Gibb.